Wowie wow. Wowie wow. This is the kickoff to our spooky season movies, we shall say. Yes. Happy October, people. Yes, man. We're back to movies. Yes. Woohoo. Yeah, we got some good ones coming up. This one is quite a good start. <laughs> I, I thought so. When I found it and I read the description, I was just like, how do we not? Yeah, because it's killer sofa or it's in that genre of killer yeah. sofa and rubber and attack of the killer donuts. But I have to say, this movie had better production value than all oh, three wow. of those movies combined. <laughs> I mean, it was some... And I even said to you when I went to stream it to make sure I had a good stream of it. I'm like, does this start in a field? Because I, I just <laughs> wanted to make sure that I was watching the right thing. Sure. The production... I, I mean, what they did with this, I'm honestly shocked. Impressed. I'm very shocked. I'm, I'm yep. impressed. Yeah. This is... I hate it. Let's watch it. I'm Lisa. And I'm Dawn. And we are talking about Slacks, and that is S-L-A-X-X. Yes. It's a movie about a killer pair of jeans. So this, I mean, just when you thought the level of inanimate objects coming to life to murder people was scarce. Did we think that? Well, we've you know, done like three episodes about things coming to life and killing no, people. No, I know. And it's just, it's funny because when we were talking about our movie schedule and what we wanted to do for October and what we wanted to find and stuff, that's the first thing that comes to mind for us. Like, it's got to be one yeah. of these quirky, weird murders. Right. We're just looking for another killer sofa. And yeah. I'm sorry to say that we haven't found it yet. This movie was good, but it was no killer sofa. No, it, it had its potential. We'll get to it later, but this movie actually had too much reasonable plot going on as ridiculous as the concept was the way it wraps up I I do have questions and I have thoughts that I will share but overall I understood this movie I understood the point of it I understood what they were trying to do meanwhile when we finished watching Killer Sofa I had a blast but I could not tell you what the fuck had just happened (laughs) right I mean this one I left it saying okay there was a lesson to be learned yes in a a sense so right yeah yeah, kind of it was, it was a, an ethical a tale. message <laughs> yes exactly basically yeah. i mean a very weird way to go about it but yeah let me tell you they pulled it off so let, let's get this started so as you mentioned it does open in a field and yes. there's a young girl picking cotton yeah. and she walks past a sign that says experimental plants or breed or whatever yeah and it right off the bat i'm like do not tell me this starts with cursed cotton or evil well cotton. okay like can we talk about it now or should we talk about it later because this never really comes back they do talk later mm. about the genetically modified cotton they're using but there's really no explanation as to what they modified in the cotton that allow and, and it wasn't even like the cotton was the reason for the haunting of the pants partially well yes but not like the genetic composition of the cotton no it wasn't it wasn't the cotton so to speak that did this <laughs> yeah like, so like it but, was sort of a weird detail to include that it was genetically modified because it really doesn't matter and it's their whole <laughs> premise of this movie is the reason that this whole company ccc right canada's the bad guys for once their whole thing is that they're 
their clothes are just made by... Yeah, they're ethically sourced. It's organic cotton. So maybe that's the part that they're, like, objecting. But but again, like, who the fuck cares? Like, genetically modified right, I don't doesn't think have I've to mean really... bad. And the way that they were showing that sign and the way that they were talking about it made it seem like this was some kind of mutant cotton. Yes. And that's the reason why these pants were able to animate. And you find out later that's not true. No, that's not true. But it also, <sighs> given the mutant cotton... I, which I would find ridiculous and over the top and which would just make I would have preferred better. that honestly I would have preferred <laughs> if that they too. had gone the genetic route I would have really it got preferred it that. got it got deep and it dark, got too I, serious <laughs> uh-huh I also wrote because <laughs> it was getting shipped from Canada <laughs> like don't buy your jeans from Canada <laughs> warning <laughs> don't buy jeans from Canada well again like odd to see Canada being the source of any sort of hostility or bad right. vibes the so. cause of like yeah. mutant genes <laughs> right so our main character is named Libby and she's this really over eager young girl excited to work for this company because she really believes in their vision and she really wants to be a part of their team and she's just generally too excited to be working in retail that is just not a job anybody wants, even if no. it's for a company that you really believe in in terms of their messaging. But she's super eager to get going. And they're preparing for this big event, this big reveal. And they need like all hands on deck. So they're like, yeah, whatever. Come on board. So the store gave me H&M vibes. If I could compare it to an actual store. H&M okay. is probably the closest I can come. The staff and the interactions gave me a Hollister vibe, actually. Oh, interesting. See, I didn't think it was quite preppy enough. No, but I felt, I think just knowing, like, two of my friends worked there when we were in high school, and just knowing the whole, like, having to wear the clothes that are out now, and all of that, like, I mean, there's politics in any job, but just <laughs> the way they act, it just seemed like it, it was that, like, clicky... It's seems like the kind of place that only hires attractive people and like very few I mean they did have minorities present but I think perhaps that would not have existed if this company was real <laughs> correct and it was a very um color based oh yeah yeah oh very like, organized if- each ecosystem mm-hmm. was very much of its own little color palette so mm-hmm. none of that shit was worth $175, though, I'll tell no. you that much. No, yeah. The the company sucks. And there's so many red flags right off the bat that Libby just doesn't really seem to register, like the lack of HR. And when she mm-hmm. starts, they just throw her on the floor. Nobody wants to train her. And they are like, well, you need to be wearing the clothes. They make her buy the clothes. They won't give her her employee discount because she's technically not an employee yet. It's like, then why is she working if she's not technically an employee? Right. She should come back at 8 a.m. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like working the, for free right now? Basically. And she had to shell out $175 for this stupid fucking shirt. Yeah. A sweater. <laughs> plain, yeah. It was just a plain fucking shirt. And again, the people sucked. And the reason they're freaking out is because the head of the company is coming to basically give them this whole pep talk about the jeans. Right. They're launching this new product and it's a secret to everybody until this launch party. Yes. And these jeans, they were marketed interesting. You know what? Genius if it was going to work because the concept for them is that they will fit anybody and they will just automatically 
shrink or expand to match your body and fit you perfectly regardless. So amazing if possible. But I don't know, maybe was that like the genetic modification there? Like there has to be some kind of magic involved with that because that, be. that's because not a that, real thing that jeans can do. <laughs> no, not at all. And uh, on the back of the jeans, it has an SS stitch kind of in like a geometric style, which I want to point out later because I find it funny. But, oh, yeah. Um, well, speaking of yeah. plot points that never go anywhere. Right. <laughs> yes. Okay. So basically, they're getting ready for this launch. And one of the employees, Gemma, she gets a hold of a pair of these jeans. Mm-hmm. First of all, it starts with saying she has her period. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> this whole dialogue was fucking strange. Bizarre. So she has to go change or whatever, and she's interrupting the meeting. And she says, unless you want me to bleed all over the floor, I need to plug my hole right now. <laughs> and I'm like, that is odd to say in front of all your like colleagues. But right. Whatever. And I'm fine with, you know, period positivity. I don't think we should have to be ashamed or, you know, hide the fact that we have periods. Everybody knows. But at the same time. A little much. We could be a little bit more discreet. And we should say that she thinks she's starting her period because the genes have started to squeeze her. And I just don't think any woman would mistake that kind of pressure for my period is starting. No, because that's an external pain, not an internal pain. Yeah, it it would feel totally different. So that is a problem for me right off the bat. Right. You feel it on your hips. It's not a, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a, it was a weird way to go with that. Yeah. A weird so assumption she, for her to make. It's just that like, oh, I must be having my period. So she goes to the bathroom and she tries to take the jeans off <laughs> and they just keep tightening more yeah. and more and more to the point where they snap her in half. There's so much blood. So much blood. So much blood, which is good because apparently these are vampire genes because oh, they, they just suck it all up. Suck all the, like there's literally no blood left in the bathroom. No. The genes I actually I initially thought that the genes ate her entire body because when Hunter goes looking for her or when Libby goes looking for her or whatever, there's nothing there. And it's just like, no. where did she go? I literally thought the genes consumed her and I was so excited. I was disappointed to find her body later. <laughs> but there is one of my questions how does a pair of jeans move a body oh my god this pair of jeans does so much so much much physical activity and i don't understand it's actually quite amazing and she was in half so that's two parts of a body that you have to contort into a cabinet and i don't know how it managed i mean when we get to talking about lord and how he dies oh he was in pieces so Mm -hmm. (laughs) like these jeans they got range and what i was thinking because after this first death, you see part of one of the S's on the back of the jeans. It fills up red like it's powering yes. up for something. It's powering up or it's keeping a tally, a body count. Okay, but and then like why this number of agreed. people to kill? Agreed. So I was just sitting there the whole time like what's going to happen when it gets to the final power up stage? Is it going to be able to gain full sentience or it's going to be able to and do they, something extra? But not really. <laughs> no, and they kill more than there is space on right, yeah. the S's. And then also we only see the first two fill up. Yeah. We don't mm-hmm. see any more. So it's like <laughs> this thing that was important is like no longer important. 
And another thing to point out, when they look at the symbol, their eyes get all weird. Right, it's almost like a hypnotic thing. Yeah. Is it to get them to put it on, I think? Although there is a person who just by touching them dies, so it's not even like they have to be put on. Right, and yeah, there was one person who I think looked down. They kind of did their little hypnotic thing, but then he started to like walk away. So I don't know that it's really like a hypnotic effect. It's unclear and it's it doesn't really seem to matter. <laughs> like the genes no. just do whatever they want. They're no, just... they never finished why there was a tally happening or Yeah, exactly. Like that's like, just like another... you pointed out it could be either or and we don't know right. how that ends. It's another random thing. So Hunter dies pretty soon after this too. Hunter is another. Quick, we don't really see it. Well, we don't see well... any of them really. <laughs> I mean, she goes looking for Gemma and all she sees is the jeans like draped over the mm-hmm. side of the bathroom stall. And instead of being like, that's weird. Where's my friend? She's like, I'm just going to put these jeans on. And so she's Stupid. trying to put the jeans on. They're already giving her a hard time when she's trying to pull them up. So I feel like maybe you stop, but she doesn't. And they start manipulating her legs and moving her so that she smashes her head into oh. a clothes hanger rack thingy on the back of the door. She literally like punctures her skull with these things and dies yeah. there. Nobody finds her body, which I thought was kind of Nobody finds her. They just And totally nobody cares. About Nobody's her. even looking for her. Nobody gave a shit. Well, to be <laughs> honest, she was probably one of the bigger bitches of Yeah, she was kind of an asshole. The crew. Sure. I mean, they were all assholes pretty much yeah which i guess is the moral of the story right boo corporate or corporate canada (laughs) corporate canada (laughs) i also love seeing on the security footage the the jeans just slithering down the hall i really enjoyed the animation of these jeans did you watch through the credits no oh dawn because the way it looked is that there wasn't going to be an after credit scene because I sat there and I'm like, do I wait? And yeah. then I'm like, no, there's not enough time for that. And I just. OK, well, off. there was. But there was also like during the credits, they did some like behind the scenes stuff. So they they actually showed you how they did the dancing scene. That's funny. And so you should go back and watch that because it was really cute. But yeah. So anyway, but the animation of these jeans is amazing. And there were a couple of times where the jeans were like emoting. I felt like they were smiling or they were angry. Yes. And it, and it reminded me so much of Killer Sofa. I was like, this is an expressive pair of jeans. Love it. The way they were introduced, it didn't really seem like, okay, they're just jeans. Like, they're killer jeans and that's it. Right. But <laughs> you're right. There were no particular motive. scenes where specifically when they're on the floor sucking up blood for instance yes um where the back pockets kind of moved to be the eyes yeah and right then, yeah it's, and it was just it was it was created i did like it that. was very I was like, cute. okay finally like there's a what am i thinking personification thank you yes <laughs> behind yeah, yeah it's not just oh the jeans move and the kill yeah no they they really they really did a great job with it i think the movie would not have been as good if it was not quite so animated so I think if I had to pick a villain of the movie, it would probably be Craig. Mm-hmm. So this is the store manager. He's got his sights on the regional store manager position. And it's so, a typical, yes, you know. It, um, yeah. Everything must go perfectly so that I can get my promotion. And of course, nothing's going to go perfectly. And I found it creepy that he sat in his office just watching the security footage of them. Yeah. Making sure, like, you know, with the whole fingers together and like... <laughs> Heavy breathing, like, okay, relax, dude. Yeah. And so 
part of the launch event is they're bringing in this influencer, uh, like a vlogger, I suppose, Ooh. who yeah, she, yeah, uh, she's going to, to I stomach. hated her. She did not die fast enough. So she is also coming to this. And I guess that was coordinated by another store manager or like admin lady. So they're like at each other's throats constantly trying to prove that they're the the better choice for the regional sales manager, store manager, whatever. And can I tell you, I didn't hate the main guy. I didn't hate the head dude. Like the... No, but... The creator. Yeah. I thought there was going to be more with him. And he never got to do an evil laugh kind of reveal of like, you thought we were really ethically sourcing all of our clothes, you Right, like one of those, like you get like the background conversation or you hear him on the phone with somebody. I'm like, or something weird like that. But no, he actually seemed kind of decent. He was a little bit cult leader-ish. Oh, yeah. And this actor, I forget his name, but he was an American psycho. And I'm thinking to myself... One of the best horror movies of all time. And now you're in slacks. But you know what? This is when you can do the fun projects, right? You know, you've already gotten through your career and you're just now all you're doing is passion projects and your passion is killer genes. So love that for him. I did find it. I mean, I guess maybe this is part of the plot that we're missing. I was hoping there'd be some more oomph with the genes to try to find him. Well, that's what I mean. Like there's. This is very small fry in terms of who the villains are. The the main villain really is Craig. They're just store employees. Yeah. And like his, they're not. Yeah, and his biggest issue is not even because we don't even find out until the very end that the company is not being truthful about their practices. But it for him, it's more just like this event has to go perfectly, so I get my promotion. So he starts covering up all these murders and things. So like that's all bad, but it really has nothing to do with the genes no and the genes don't target him specifically they're just killing whoever the fuck they find who isn't listening to bollywood music (laughs) i also love how craig when libby (gasps) libby's the only one that really yeah Uh oh no no i i I hope you're saying gonna say what i was just thinking but okay (laughs) so libby's the only one that's fucking concerned like about anything she's like um there could be a murderer amongst us and you don't give a fuck like whatever right because she finds Gemma's body in this cabinet like under the sink in in the bathroom with the intestines out right and her body craig has the fucking nerve to suggest that to assume she did this to herself yes this is how she committed suicide <laughs> yeah, she and cut herself up and put her in the cabinet under the sink what the i fuck? was like dude and even libby like kind of gave a look like you're adding your fucking not mind, enough bro. though honestly like she did not push hard enough on that <laughs> and okay the first thing i would have said is and she got herself in there how right. yeah which part did <laughs> she cut off first like did she cut her lower half and that like she would have died like what like what are you even saying right now it's not and even i found a those intestines cover. very unrealistic oh they were I, too big yeah. like they just didn't look i mean it was just all the organs as a blob but i regardless yeah it, it was sort of like generic viscera <laughs> Mm-hmm. so good but yes i just loved his <laughs> way of trying to minimize <laughs> minimize it and just make it seem like it's something that could get swished under the rug and right well they just they dump night. her body in like a cart and then they just roll it down Assume, the hall <laughs> oh they'll think it's a mannequin i'm like it's a bloody fucking mannequin but yeah, okay it's yeah so he convinces her because the store is under lockdown because apparently 
nobody can get in or out while they're setting up this promotional event. And so they're on lockdown and he's like, well, we can't lift the lockdown. There's no way to do that. So we're just going to have to wait until lockdown is over before we can call the police or tell anybody what's going on. Now, the lockdown gets a break for an hour from midnight to 1 a.m. Right. So that because the influencer influencer needs to come in. in. So now (laughs) she needs an hour. Fucking wild batshit girl. She's the worst. I hate her. I did love the play on it, though, like to over exaggerate what we deal with now in society. Like these influencers are fucking awful. Most of them. And they just embellished it. And it was I mean, for what it was, it was great. But I fucking hated her. Yeah, I really wanted her to die sooner because I just could not stand her voice and her attitude. And it was just it was too real. I was surprised at the jeans way of killing her because I thought that they wanted to be discreet and this was just out in the open at this point well I mean the jeans wanted to draw attention to the bad business practices so well now we know that now that we've watched the movie but at this point we don't know that so now I'm like okay you did all these hidden ones why is her but I guess the whole playoff of like it was being filmed right yeah they want to get the message out there so they knew that that although then they didn't leave anybody alive to post the video (laughs) so which was horrible on their part because it still doesn't get out but whatever. Right. Stupid. But yeah, that I can't wait till we talk about the ending. But And then uh, there's such a massacre after this. So the the jeans she's she's giving her little <laughs> spiel in front of a wall of jeans hanging on the rack. And as she's talking, the legs of the jeans just kind of like slip up over her shoulders and wrap themselves around her neck and then they just strangle her and fucking hang her. Her neck cracks. She dead. I found it pretty impressive. Yeah. For sure. I was interested that we seem to de-escalate in the violence because prior to this, did Lord already die? Did he already lose his fingers? Yes, because Craig makes him go looking for Libby at that point because Libby was missing. He knocked out Libby, didn't he? Oh, he knocked her out after Lord died. Yes. Yeah. Lord is doing something suspect. Lord is looking. Yeah, but like he has the jeans in his hand and you think he's going to wear them. I thought he was trying to give them to somebody. I thought he was going to sneak them out or something and like do something underhanded. This is the example where I'm like, oh, he's just holding them. Right. And he's getting fucking attacked. Literally starts eating limbs. or Right. Well, it bites his off. finger off first because he's trying to open them. Like he wants oh, to yes, put them yes, on, yes. but he can't get them unzipped. So he's like trying to unzip them. And then obviously the jeans just like bite off his finger and then his hand and then his other hand and then his arm. They Like it just goes to and town. And it just works down. Yeah. yeah. It just goes to town on this guy. So it, it eventually goes looking. for the jugular and there's blood everywhere. I'm mentioning this. And the reason that we got diverted back from the hanging is just that before this, all the deaths have been so bloody and so violent that this coming out death murder situation mm-hmm. is so passive almost. It's just like, oh, yeah. just crack her neck. It's totally it was fine. a clean, a yeah. clean bro- a bloodless clean break, slaughter. But yeah, so then Craig starts looking for Lord because now he's just missing employees left and right. Yeah. And he hears Lord's walkie-talkie thing. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, this was the other thing. 
he's What's just in the box. He's neatly stacked in a box, which the pants did. The pants had yep. to put all of his little body parts in this box. Like, perfect. <laughs> how? And there's no blood anywhere. I really wish they would explain why they love drinking blood so much, but they really don't. Yeah, they do a really good job. And then they're not stained afterwards. No, so no. That's interesting as well. They look pristine. Yeah, it's these jeans, they're definitely genetically modified in some way, shape, or form. At, right? Like, at this point, like, you can't deny it anymore. They're magic. They're coming after you and they're just going (laughs) to kill you. So I think Libby's like following Craig around at this point and she sees Lord's body now and she's like, we've got a fucking problem. And so he's like, yeah, let's go do something about it. And then he lets her walk in front of him and he fucking smacks her in the head with some the kind mannequin of like leg or something. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. Probably something like that. Which is kind of just hollow and. To yeah, knock her out, probably it really shouldn't done have done that. that much damage. So that's when everybody basically dies in this. Oh, it's a full blown massacre. Influencer and massacre. <laughs> yes. I also wrote that at this point, like nobody's found Hunter. Again, nobody cares. Nobody yeah. cared. And like so much has happened, and nobody gives a fuck. And it's my timing in writing my notes because I'm like, I really want to know the motive for these jeans. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't seem to have one. It really doesn't seem to care who and who they're killing. Right, it's anybody. And to this point, as you said, you know, most of these people are assholes. So I guess we don't really care, and there isn't really so much of a pattern. But. It does seem just indiscriminate because I feel like the camera people and the other crew and stuff that came with the influencer, they probably were innocent to some degree. Yeah, I mean, so, they look like miserable and horrified at what their right, jobs They were. hate their lives, so clearly they're good people. So <laughs> Craig kind of walks in on the massacre in progress and then slowly backs out and closes the door. And then I think that's when he locks himself in his office. But he had, didn't he lock Libby up first? Where? He brought her body. Didn't he, like, keep her somewhere after he knocked her out? I don't think so. I thought he just left her on the floor. Because I could have sworn she was somewhere. And then he played dumb, like, oh, Libby, where were you? Well, yeah, but I think he just left her in, like, the storage area or whatever, wherever he knocked her out. And I keep, I'm going to be really bad about this, but I don't remember the Indian girl's name. I looked it up before, and then I didn't write it's it something down. something with an S. Yeah. I remember that much. Shruti. Shruti? I don't, I think that's Shruti, how you say it. Shruti. Shruti. It's okay. S-H-R-U-T-I. Shruti. Okay. Yeah. So Shruti is potentially the nicest person who is also still incredibly rude to Libby. You know, like she's not nice, but she's also not as much of an asshole as the others because right. she doesn't Libby- really care about the store or anything else, really. She's just like there to do her job and is just kind of crabby. Right. And Libby from the jump has just been extremely considerate of everybody she's come into contact with. Mm-hmm. And Shruti's the main one because Shruti's the one that kind of like gets her set up so to speak right she she's like one of the few people who doesn't try to pawn her off on somebody else she right. she brings her to Craig and then Craig is like passing her around and stuff exactly and in the beginning we do see her like kind of ask about Shruti like oh do you like Bollywood do you like this and like she kind of had the attitude of like oh you just assume because I'm Indian right. that I like this shit which was kind of mean, but like it also showed a Libby was like cult- culturally diverse because she kind of knew stuff that you wouldn't expect her to know. Right. And she was trying to make a connection with this person. And I understand right. where Shruti's coming from. It was a stereotype, I suppose. Mm. 
But Shruti probably could have been nicer to her (laughs) in how she made her aware of her error. So, but she gives her such an attitude and like, I don't, just because my parents are from India doesn't mean that I listen to Bollywood music. Which brings us to the post-slaughter scene where she is wearing her headphones, which Craig yelled at her for at the beginning. And she was like, I don't give a shit. I'm going to wear my headphones. So she's wearing her headphones and she's stocking shelves, doing whatever, and singing out loud to herself the Bollywood music that she told Libby that she doesn't listen to. (laughs) I was enjoying it, actually. Yeah, no, it was good. It was good music. Yep. And the pants, uh, this is one (laughs) of the moments where the pants emote because... The pants seem to smile before they stand up. The pants smile, like, stop in their tracks of wanting to go after her. And, like you said, smile. Mm-hmm. And we pan back to her because she's kind of like dancing, singing, whatever, putting together this mannequin. And then we turn back, and I'm even sitting here and I'm like, don't tell me these jeans are going to start dancing. Yes. It was and so And sure good. enough. And I'm like, the jeans like Bollywood. What do you know? <laughs> I know. Yeah. It was so, it was so good. And this is the scene that they'll that they show in the in the credits, uh, mm-hmm. how they did it with like a person wearing like all the green stuff so they could be green screened mm-hmm. out. And so it's it's very cute. So the jeans are just dancing, having the best time. And then she like finishes up and walks away. And then the jeans kind of snap out and they're like, oh, right. I'm murdering people. Oh, because Craig calls her on the thing. And yeah. He's like, again, looking for all the rest of his employees, even though he has to know at this point they're dead. But whatever. Right. I'm like, it won't kill if it listens to Bollywood. Genius. <laughs> Libby at this point, she kind of like wakes up and she's going around trying to find somebody to help. And she gets to see the videotape that they were taking of the influencer and sees what happened to her and also sees that the jeans like Bollywood music. So she also sees in the tape that Shruti was going to go take her lunch break. So she runs to Shruti, who's just sitting there innocently having her lunch. And she's like, oh, my God. And she's like, you got to see this shit. What? (laughs) So shows her that. And Shruti's like remarkably cool about the fact that there's a pair of jeans wandering around killing people. At least Libby has had sort of time to process. And she's seen some of the awful shit gradually over the night. But Shruti's just smacked in the face with it. And she's like, "Okay, okay, cool. What do we do now? And they're like, well, we got to get out. Basically. But they're still under lockdown, so... Right. So they then find out that Craig locked himself in his office. So they go to him. And this is where they're banging on the door. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, Libby, there you are. I've yeah. been looking for you. And it's like, <laughs> so you worried. <laughs> so they go in and they're watching the footage from like the hallway and stuff and here we go again the jeans have taken over a mannequin torso and given itself a bindi yeah it took me a lot longer than i'm i would like to admit to realize what it was doing i thought it just kind of needed the blood on the mannequin to make it animate i I don't know what i was thinking but like i didn't think bindi until they said like oh it's a bindi and i was like oh (laughs) right and she mentions that and then Libby then says, you know, like, do you speak like right? Indian? She says to Shruti, and, like, do you speak Indian or whatever right. language? And then she's like, um, I mean, I speak oh, a language. We, they ask, does she does she ask first? Like, why are you doing this? Whatever. And then she starts writing in Hindi on the wall. Yes, because because Shruti does start talking to her in Hindi. And obviously the pants can't answer verbally i was kind of hoping they would but they don't that would be hilarious (laughs) 
And so the pants disappear for a minute and they come back with a hand, somebody's hand. I can't, it was one with a really big ring. I don't know who was wearing it, but. Was it somebody's hand or was it just another mannequin hand that they no, just it had blood? No, I, no, it was definitely somebody's hand because like the top oh, of the okay. finger was missing and that's where all the blood was coming from. It was probably Gemma's hand. Could have been. I thought I was thinking maybe Barb, the uh, the rival regional sales manager. Oh, I forgot she died. I mean, I know she died, but I forgot about her death. Yeah, Craig sold her out because she said that he was never going to be anything impressive. Mm-hmm. So yes, uh, Shruti is asking, like, what do you want? Why are you here? Who are you? And <laughs> the, the pants start writing answers in blood on the wall. Very nice, neat calligraphy work. Very impressive. And so this is when we find out the plot of mm-hmm. this movie, the reason, the MO. The motive. <laughs> yes. And basically, the pants are inhabited by the spirit mm-hmm. of a young Indian worker who the is. We saw in the beginning. Who we saw in the beginning, who tragically died in a machinery accident because her headscarf gets caught in the blades when she's dumping out co- her cotton. Yeah. <laughs> and so she gets pulled into the machine and is all choppy choppied up. So not great, but apparently has decided now that everyone must die <laughs> because everyone of must this. Die. So there's, I mean, they, they realize and they're asking Craig, they're like, well, who is this? Because she tells them her name is Kira. And Craig's like, well, we don't have records of the people who work for us in other countries. Right. And, and like, now it's oh. starting to unravel that they're like, uh, this is all bullshit. Right. Which, again, as I said before, feels less important at this time because we've just been through so much and there's all this other stuff going on. And it's just like, OK, but like, what about the power ups? And what about the genetically modified cotton? Does that matter anymore? Mm-hmm. And it really does. No. So they're trying to like negotiate and they're just like, listen, we want to tell your story. Don't kill us. And we'll make sure everybody knows how corrupt CCC is. And they're really getting somewhere. They go out of the office. They're trying to approach the jeans. Everything seems like it's going well. And then fucking Craig. Craig, you douche. Fucking Craig sprays the jeans with a fire extinguisher (laughs) and pisses them off. So they like run off. And mind you, the conversation they were having with this spirit. (laughs) The jeans. Was emotional. I mean, Libby was crying. I mean, it was, you felt bad. This girl died and then basically they're all lying about how these pants are fucking made. So it's just, the whole thing was just kind of, it was a sad moment. And you would think fucking stupid Craig, like, how do you think you're going to have a job after this? Yes! All your employees are fucking dead. Yes! Why are you still protecting the company? Yeah. You have no job. So many people died on your watch, even if it wasn't your fault. It's You're done. You're done. It's they all, did they all commit suicide, bro? Come on. <sighs> yeah, right. They all cut themselves Rude. up and put themselves in boxes and put themselves on the shelf. Basically. So this makes everything worse because now the pants go and they start animating more pairs of pants. It's a pants killer army. Army of pants. <laughs> and <laughs> this is ama- this is my favorite part. <laughs> Wait, which part now? Because it's- Oh, because it gets more horror movie-esque. Mm. So she, we're gonna label her as a she, because we pants? know that the pants, yeah. Summons the other pants. And 
we see now the girls are obviously running, trying to hide from the pants. Well, they're hiding from the pants and they're hiding from Craig because Craig wants the video camera so he can destroy all the proof that any of this happened. Dumbass. So all of a sudden they're about to go in this room and it's the room that the jeans are in and they're watching the jeans roll off. No, those jeans are flying off the shelves, you know, flying off the shelves. (laughs) And they look to the corner and it's the pile of bodies yep and all of these jeans are eating feasting feasting on the blood and i'm like i think they're drinking the blood because they like the bodies are fairly intact so like i don't know if they're actually eating we do find out that they will eat the body well but and then i started to think because you know i i'm gonna get literal here they don't have like a digestive system (laughs) oh john (laughs) so where is it all going though (laughs) john no, you can't. You can't bring I a logical to, no, question like that. No, but not like this that. part. The blood part, fine. It gets soaked up in the jeans, and that's fine. But we've already but, talked about they're not stained. So, like, really and not, not fine? Stained. Yeah, so maybe not. So, yeah, they get out of there. I just want to, before we move on from the pile of bodies, if we're going to talk about logistics here, are all of these jeans the spirits of children who died by exploitation and whatever in <sighs> India? Is it just her and she's got so much power that she can animate all these jeans? Are they individuals? Are they, like, a hive mind? Like, what is going on here with these jeans? That is a very good question. We don't get the answer, so we're just going to speculate. I legit thought you were going to say, is it the spirit of more children who fell into that compactor thing? Well, I mean, I that that's the implication. That could happen, yeah, I guess, but I feel like that's way too many that had that particular accident. I'm going to say something a little controversial because, and this is probably just like not great. I'm going to get canceled. But I feel like in terms of child labor situations, I didn't really think hers was all that bad. It seems like a really nice open field and nobody was cracking a whip on her. She seemed well fed and just like generally not miserable, so to speak. She was dressed in her own clothes. Yeah. She looked good the, no you're right i mean you're right the worst thing that happened to her was a workplace accident and you know she shouldn't have been in the workplace for a slack accident like this to occur unless it had something to do with the fact that she was made to work in that particular area that like experimental area but what was experimental about it like it's not like the experiment made her fall into the machine no unless they did that to, yeah whatever yeah i just i think i was a little bit <laughs> was a little bit like Did you have it that bad, though? Like, yeah, it sucks that you died in this workplace accident. You shouldn't have done that. But, you know, it seemed like it was okay. (laughs) Other than that, don't cancel me. (laughs) Please don't cancel me. I don't believe in child labor. (laughs) It's only one girl, so we don't know. Well, that's what I mean. Like, is is there a whole army? of? And that was the thing. I think maybe if we had seen, like, more evil coming out of it, like, if they were just working these little kids to the bone and they were all scrawny and looked like they'd had the shit kicked out of them recently, like, I would have been like, oh, my God, this company's awful. But really what happens to her is an accident, so... It could, it could have just been her power at that point. Yeah, I, I mean, it has to be something because she animates a whole bunch of genes. Yeah, it's it's basically like the tire army at the end of Rubber. Uh, yeah, well, don't get me started on that flaming turd of a movie. Wow. wow. Anyway, 
So they're running from Craig. They're running from the jeans. Unfortunately, Craig catches up to Shruti. Because her radio was on and he buzzed her or whatever and heard it. Yep. So she throws the camera to the side, hoping that he will go for the camera. But he stabby stabs her first and kills her in a very cold-blooded move. I found it to be one of those stab wounds that she could have recovered from. Depends on where he stabbed. He stabbed her in the chest. So if he... I thought it was the shoulder. Oh, I thought it was like right through the heart here. Oh, I thought it was like more upper shoulder area, but I could be wrong. I didn't get I didn't get dead, a great look. So. Yeah. So she bleeds out and then Craig's all pissed off because he goes to turn the camera on and the memory card is gone. So very smart. The girls split that shit up. And so Libby is still out there. So he goes after Libby, who has the memory card. He is he's got her by the throat. He's choking her out. Libby. Yes pretends to die or passes out. I'm not sure if it was intentional or not, but she she plays dead, I guess, and slumps to the ground. And then when Craig turns around, the army of jeans is just waiting for him. So right. they fucking pounce and eat his entire body. Yeah, this and is where we learn that they're not just about the blood. They're there for the flesh as well. It's very like the mummy kind of skeleton. It's like yeah, or poltergeist. It was very um, (laughs) yeah. I mean they they cleaned them up good. They just like a chicken wing. Ew! Right off the bone. (laughs) Right off the bone. I mean, it looks. But that's what I'm saying. They got close. I mean, there was only bones left. Really, the skeleton was left. Yeah. So great. And then Libby pretends that she's still dead. So the jeans just walk by her and they leave her be on the floor. And now they're assembling. Now they're assembling because, yeah, the lockdown's about to end and all the people are going to come in and get their jeans. So they they go to the storefront and it's four on either side. And then Kira's in the middle getting ready to, to, you know, give the order to slaughter everybody. And Libby comes up and she's like, you don't have to do hey, this. Like, can we talk? Can we not kill all the people? And no, there's no mercy. There's no mercy from the jeans people. No. And she tries really hard to keep the door closed. She actually this, manages a lot longer than you would think. Amount. Given there were like at least eight people on the other side pushing to get in. Which people have no lives. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, but think about every time they launch a new iPhone and people are lined up down the block, you know? Yeah, but these are fucking jeans. But they're magic jeans. (laughs) Also, how do they know that they exist? Because I thought that part of the product launch was the influencer and her video never got posted. How do they even know what they're there for? True. Also, how was the place fucking cleaned up before this? Because it was clean. Oh, right. Yeah. They, the, all the jeans must have moved, <laughs> moved all the bodies. Used themselves to mop up the right. Fo- well, no, yeah. they sucked up all the blood themselves. Yeah. Vampire jeans. Wild. So she does her best to keep those doors shut and she can't. Yeah. And the stampede of people come in, knock her to the ground. Her skull cracks like an egg. Enough to fucking kill her. Her head just out. starts gushing blood. Yeah, she dies. She goes down with somebody else, but they get right fucking back up. Yeah. I mean, granted, they're about to die. That's why I said her skull is like a fucking egg. It just like you hit it in the exact right place and the whole thing just cracks open. She Mm -hmm. literally dies in the stupidest way in this whole movie. So many people had much better deaths than she did. And she just gets killed by consumerism. (laughs) 
she yeah she deserved more and um justice for libby and at that point you get the effect of there's a jeans massacre going on because you just see blood being blown like every all over the displays all over the clothes all those people are dead the jeans are going to take over the world now that's it they're going to take over the world and again you don't get a happy ending with this because (laughs) no because everybody died (laughs) everybody died and you flash to libby's hand and she has sd cards that would have proof and inevitably help the jeans and now that will never happen they're just gonna go on a rampage right like they were fucking stupid about that because now no one's no one's gonna try to communicate with them it's gonna take forever for somebody else to figure out that they communicate in hindi so by the time they figure that out, all these other people are going to die. Like, uh, what is the point here? Like, I don't. Again, I never knew that Canada was so aggressive. So evil. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the uplifting message of pants here is that Canada and capitalism are evil. So yep. I think that I would have liked this movie more if it had stuck with the genetically modified cotton and the power ups and like some of ridiculous bullshit. And if the movie had focused on figuring out how to defeat the pants rather than like try to reason with them and (laughs) and I don't know, come to an agreement of some kind like that felt a little bit too serious for a movie about pants. (laughs) Yeah, for a movie about killer pants, it took a turn that you're like, oh, fuck, this is a serious issue. Right. But, like, nobody's really going to pay attention to that in this movie. So just go with the idea that, like, the genetically modified cotton and, like, yeah, like it's I causing think- these pants to just, like you said, power up every time they kill a person. And then, like, I mean, make, make it ridiculous. It's ridiculous or something. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Just yes. make it more ridiculous. We came here to have fun. We didn't come yeah. here to be reminded that the economy is terrible and people's priorities are all fucked up. I came here for killer pants. I don't want a moral or um, an ethical underpinning. Fine, I get it. You know, I guess maybe they were thinking putting it in this casing of like a ridiculous movie would get more people to watch it and hear the message. But for me, I'm just looking for a movie about killer pants. Yeah, I mean, this came out in 2020, so I can only imagine it was somebody's favorite, like COVID fever dream, (laughs) where they're like, we need to get this message out, but we need to do it with killer pants. <laughs> or they were just high as a fucking kite. That works too. But I didn't hate it. No, it, it was fun and it was relatively well acted. Everybody in it did a pretty good job. The dialogue was not the best at times, but it wasn't too bad. Production value was great. That was the most surprising. So, yep. special effects, amazing. In terms of bad movies, I've seen so many bad, bad movies. This is yeah. not a bad movie no i'd actually recommend it i found it it was fun yeah it was yeah it was fun and if you're looking for like a silly slasher movie that's basically what this is there's a lot of blood there's a lot of gore it's kind of violent but it's pants so (laughs) right and it's gore but you're not really seeing i mean except for lord really and you're not really Gemma. i was uncomfortable watching her get squeezed to death by those pants yeah, but then once she gets like split in half, you don't see that. You just see the bottle, the puddle of blood. The bottle of blood. The bottle of blood. <laughs> we are both having issues with talking But yeah, no. It if you had given the inanimate object killer films that we have done. <laughs> Where would you rank this amongst the others? Okay, okay, fun. Killer stuff is always going to be my number one. I think this would probably... uh, 
I, I was about to put it above Attack of the Killer Donuts, but when I think about Attack of the Killer Donuts, that movie was very ridiculous and didn't didn't make me feel bad about society. So I'll put it in the third slot because, you know, rubber is always going to be my bottom. You forgot one. Which one? Ginger Dead Man. Oh, my God. Ginger Dead Man. Wow, I did forget that. Now that. <laughs> Gary Busey at his finest. Slacks was better than Ginger Dead Man. I think okay. that movie, like that, in terms of plot, that movie didn't have enough holding it together. Oh, no. No, no, no. All right. I'm going to go, obviously, Killer Sofa's number one. Obviously. <laughs> Everyone needs to go watch Killer Sofa if you haven't watched it yet. I think I'm going based off of just how much fun I had watching it at this point. Uh-huh. So two is going to be Rubber. <sighs> Mistake. Three is going to be Attack of the Killer Donuts. Four will be this. And five is Ginger, Ginger Dead. Dead Man. Yeah, I don't. And honestly, it, it says a lot that I don't even remember doing Ginger Dead Man. <laughs> so <laughs> it didn't stick with me. It didn't have those moments of like, oh, my God, this is so like, what am I oh, watching? No, I couldn't. I couldn't really recite the plot. No, I couldn't right tell now. you what the hell it was about. I couldn't even roughly tell you what it was about. I really just remember Gary Busey in the beginning, like holding up a diner. Like, that's all I remember. And then he's the spirit of. The right. Ginger he gets Dead reincarnated Man. into the gingerbread man but yeah no i again it's a matter of the level of fun i had watching it and that i think that's a decent list yeah and honestly they're all fun they're all fun yeah except for rubber but they're all a good a good time so the continuation of our october movies next week we have nowhere uh, someone gets stuck on a shipping two people two people are stuck people together get, in a shipping container out in the middle of the, the ocean, ocean somehow I'm excited to see how they get into that conundrum. It's kind of like a fall scenario, yes. except it's like yeah. fall and two a little bit. Yeah. So I think I'm excited to see. Then the week after that, we are doing the Netflix film Fair Play, which mm -hmm. I didn't look into as much. Uh, if you would like to give a quick synopsis on that. One. I think I only have like a vague idea of what it's about. The thing that attracted me to it was that it was an erotic thriller and you know how we love erotic thrillers oh, at this we podcast. Love horniness. Yes. And so I believe it's about okay, um an unexpected promotion at a cutthroat hedge fund pushes a newly engaged couple's relationship to the brink. So very relatable content. We all work for cutthroat hedge funds. So it's going to be spot on for our experience. There we go. And then we will be closing out October with Slaughter House. Slaughter House. And then we Where can have a conversation then about our animal movies that we've done and which ones are go. our favorites. But yes, I would... I would love to definitely find more of these insane inanimate object slasher movies. But yeah, guys, we are back doing movies. I love this lineup. I'm really excited to be <laughs> a part of it, <laughs> to be a part of it, to be watching new and different things. Just happy and, to be here. You know. Yeah. So that is what's coming up. And of course, you know where to find us. Hopefully they don't start charging for Twitter because I will be pissed because that's the next thing that Elon's doing. A very he doesn't have enough money, John. How dare no. you deprive him of his billionaire status? For a very low cost that he's claiming so that sure. it can weed out the bots. Oh, Who gives a fuck? right. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? But anyway, so you can find us on there for the time being. Instagram, as you know. 
um, website's always updated. And again, if you have suggestions, want to treat us to a cocktail, all that fun stuff, the link is in our bios for everything. And is there anything you would like to add? Yes, October 5th is National Do Something Nice Day. Oh. So I hope you all get out there and do something nice for somebody. Be conscious of the kind of jeans you're buying. Right, yeah. Only back ethically sourced denim. Mm-hmm. Although the corporations may be lying to us and we would have no way of knowing that unless a pair of jeans became animate and started killing and everyone. We'd get murdered. So uh, we got to be careful. Yeah. I mean, uh, moral of the story is you just never know. But right. try at least make an effort to do something nice. Yes, yes, yes. So until next time. That's it. I was about to say end game. <laughs>